Are you in the pop cycle? Well, maybe you are, maybe you aren't, but maybe you don't even know what the pop cycle is. So let's talk about that. Hello and welcome to Single Soulmate Podcast. Where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. All right, so let's talk about the pop cycle. So one of the things that that so many people get into is cycles or patterns or just like a loop, you know, in our in our programs, we call it a loop of heck. And uh, but there there are certain identities that you can actually step into because you've been doing this this cycle for so long. And these are our our. Uh, this is what the pop cycle is all about, is core self-sabotaging identities. And it holds women back. And it particularly holds you back if you are professional, you're ambitious, you're successful. Um, and, and the reason is because you have certain habits and practices that have actually gotten you a lot of, of, of validation and, and success in your professional life. But you know what? It actually ends up impacting your personal life because you get into what we call a, the pop cycle. And so what is that? That's actually uh, stands for the personas of pain. And these are these core self-sabotaging identities that you unwittingly kind of get into. And so the first is the, the and, and there are three of them and they all start with a P. Um, and so the first is the prover persona. And so this is a persona of pain where uh, you're constantly trying to prove that you're that you're smart, that you're independent, that you're important, and 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 so how do you do that? Well, you pour yourself into your career, um, and you you focus on proving that you're good enough, proving that you're smart, proving that you deserve love, that you deserve attention, that you um, should be. Uh, that that you're that you're valid that you know you're seeking this validation from all the things that you're trying to prove and and the the truth is that a woman who is calm centered and high value doesn't have that feeling that she's got to prove herself all the time and we help our women get to the place the the, the women that that study with us we help them get to the place where Whatever they accomplish at work is not because they're trying to prove something, but just because it's fun to accomplish things. And that's a very different place to come from. So the prover persona has you doing that in every area of your life, including in, in the dating life. So that means that when you're uh, talking with a guy, thinking about a guy, going out on a date with a guy, you're in this prover persona. It's just who you are. And so you're trying to prove to him that you're worthy of love. You're trying to prove to him that you're good enough. You're trying to prove to him that he should pick you. And, uh, and that just doesn't work. And it leaves you more and more sabotaging of yourself. And it leaves you more and more in pain. And you, your, your self-esteem starts to go down because from that place, you're never going to be able to do enough to prove it. And it's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it always makes you feel uh, like you're kind of like hesitant. You're walking on eggshells, that kind of thing. So the second persona of pain is the pretender persona. So this is the woman who's always convincing herself that she's just fine. So she 
avoids feeling her feelings because she's learned that they're a sign of weakness. And so, um, you know, turning 30, single, no family, I'm fine. It's all good. Turning 40, single, no family, yeah, I'm fine. It's all good. Turning 50, single, no family, no man, uh, a, a series of, of broken relationships and, and failed marriages behind you. Yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm good. Uh, you know, it's, it's always trying to pretend. Uh, and that shows up, of course, at, at work because you're, you're, you're trying to pretend that, um, that you've got it all together, right? So you have this kind of pressure of, of being perfect and that pressure of being the good girl. And, and so you pretend. You put on the face, everything is good, everything is fine, when inside you're, you're, you're crying yourself to sleep. Maybe not every night, but some nights, especially that Friday night after a long week and you're, you know, your, your coworkers are being crummy, your boss is yelling at you, your clients are, are, are being difficult, your water heater breaks, your car gets a flat, right? And it's Friday night and you're just putting your feet up at nine o'clock finally when everything is done and you feel like crying. You feel like you just want to have somebody hold you. You want to have a man hold you, put your head on his chest and say, it's all going to be all right, sweetie. I love you. You're fine. So you pretend that everything is fine. So you go out to brunch with your friends the next morning. How are you? I'm good. You know? So it's pretending and you always feel like you have to perform for everybody and you never get to just be. And, and, and what happens when you're in, in a, again, a dating scenario or something is the guy can tell that there's like a veneer over you. You may look good and have it all together and stuff, but he can tell that there's a veneer. And that veneer is very attractive to a guy who doesn't want to commit long term, but he'll sure have some fun with you. That veneer very attractive to a guy who, um, you know, maybe is only out for one thing or, or who is going to play with you until someone that he really likes comes along. So the pretender persona has you uh, having, feeling that pressure of being perfect to such an extent that you have to pretend, you have to perform everywhere you go. So you're never just being. Then there's the pleaser persona. And this is the woman that puts all her attention and energy toward everyone else. And so you feel like, if I can just say it the right way, if I can just do this for him, do this for them, um, then I don't have to kind of like, you know, deal with my own insecurities. And I don't even have to think too much about my dreams and how my dreams are not happening because I'll keep everybody else happy. And, 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 and then somehow, magically, I'll end up being happy. But as the years go by, that doesn't really happen, right? You get exhausted by saying yes to everybody. You get exhausted by trying to guess what he's thinking, trying to guess what they're thinking. Well, if I say this, I don't want to offend this guy. If I say that, I don't want to offend my mom. I don't want to make my sister be upset. And so you're, you're, you're in this pleaser persona. And when you're in that, you're not attractive to a high quality, emotionally mature man who actually is looking for a partner. You're going to attract someone who is looking for someone to kind of like uh, wait on them, 
be have your life revolved around him and that's not a healthy way to be a healthy way to be in a relationship is to be interdependent so that doesn't mean dependent like codependent and it doesn't mean totally independent it means interdependent but that means that you can't be so focused on pleasing the other person you know pleasing the other person is like nice don't be a schmuck right um and being kind to each other obviously is desirable but you can't be so focused on pleasing the other person whether it be your sister your mom your cousin your, your this guy that you're dating you can't be so focused on that that you lose yourself and the pleaser persona often loses herself she loses herself in relationships she loses herself at work she loses herself with her friends and families and it's like when do you get to when does it get to be your turn you know when does it get to be your turn and and so when you're in these uh these pop cycle Right? The personas of pain, one of those three, the prover, the, the pretender, the, the pleaser. Um, this is about covering up those core fears. There's fears of rejection. There's fears of disappointment. There's fears of, of, of downright fail, failure. You know, and, and, and there's a certain amount of vulnerability involved with getting real with yourself about how you're in this cycle. You don't even know why the heck it's happening. You can, maybe you can see it happening. Maybe you've gotten to the place where you can see, I just keep picking this guy that's wrong for me. I keep giving myself away and settling. And then the guy who I settle for leaves me or hurts me. You see it, but you don't know what the heck to do with it. And so when you're when you're not getting in touch with this and, th and this is the type of work that we help our clients with is to get in touch with this and then help them heal that because it's not just understanding what's happening and you can watch a youtube video and you know read something to to increase your intellectual understanding right you read the the five love languages or whatever it is right uh, attachment styles those things are great for understanding intellectually but that doesn't shift and change your 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 core identity and it's the shifting of your core identity this is some of the work that we do with uh, women in our in our programs it's the shifting of your core identity that allows you to break out of that cycle because those core fears are coming up because um, you're so used to these personas that you've lost your yourself in it and 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 getting in touch with your emotions expressing your emotions this can be either you can be numb to it or it can be terrifying to you and so on the one side on the one hand like you're just in this cycle you're like yeah that's just who i am that's just what i do but on the other side you kind of see like but that's not working this is not going to get me what i want and that doesn't mean that you're not an intelligent person. It doesn't mean that you're not worthy of love. It just means that you've gotten into the habit of of having an uh, of living from an identity that will never ever get you what you want. And and it's not your fault. I mean, you've often had painful experiences, some some really horrific experiences from childhood or early relationships, um, and and um, that that really teaches you or taught you how to deal with emotions how to deal with relationships and for most people they didn't have a like a class in school for how to deal with this stuff you know one of the reasons why we have a lot of um uh, psychotherapists and, and mental health professionals actually come and work with us as clients is because they understand these things 
intellectually and they understand how to diagnose whatever it is in someone else, but to live it is very is something very very different and and this is why like not only are, are Laura and I of course uh, coaching our clients but we have our, our our love coaches who are former clients now happily married women who have lived through this experience uh, one was um, one was a, uh, a single woman and wanted to have a family and just had uh, just some not good let's just say some not good role models for uh, relationships growing up and, uh, and had to really unlearn a lot of stuff. And another one who was a single mom, had a marriage, two kids, all of that. So she had to really relearn how and, 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 and relearn how to do relationships because you have your kids, which you're grateful for and you're happy about, such a blessing, but you also have this man who you're like, this is totally wrong for me. And who was I when I picked him? Who was I when I was showing up? I don't even know how to do relationships, even though obviously I got married and was successful in life. Both of these are, are love coaches were, you know, successful in life, um, but it's professionally successful in all of that. But uh, just because you went to Stanford or got this degree or whatever it is, doesn't mean that you're going to be successful in love and relationships. There's a lot of unlearning and a lot of relearning. But the the the, the point is that you want to remember that these um, these patterns actually can be interrupted. They 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 right now you may be stuck in those patterns, but they can be interrupted. They can be shifted and changed. But they're not going to be shifted and changed with more information. They're only going to be shifted and changed when you really take a holistic approach. Uh, to changing them. And that means emotional, neurobiology, and yes, intellectual, because there is some information that, that you just, you're, you're thinking of something and it's actually incorrect or incomplete. Um, and you need to get correct information about masculine, feminine dynamics, how uh, relationships go today, how dating goes today. Oh my God, isn't it different than like 10 years ago or something? Um, so no one, this is not your fault that you had all these things. It's just an opportunity for you to take responsibility for what you're going to do going forward. Um, and um, so you want to uh, give yourself the, the gift of recognition of where you're at and then have the courage to, to do something about it. And, and this is obviously what the, the work that we do with clients is doing something uh, about it. But the first step here is is just to recognize that, you know, which one of these pop cycles are you in? The prover, the pleaser, the pretender? Um, which one of these are you, uh, uh, are you in? And what does that cost you in your life? Like, what is that costing you right now? And, and could the cost could be money, you know, retail therapy and another weekend out with the girls just because you don't want to be home alone with your own feelings and emotions you know um but also it could be the cost of like the time that you're missing whether it be maybe you're a single mom and you're watching your child or children grow up without a father in the home and and you know that they would be better served with a good man not just any man but a good man in the home to you know be a father because fathers can't mother and mothers can't father um or maybe you want to have children you're just watching the clock tick tock tick tock and you're like, hey, uh, and maybe your children are grown and you're just like, okay, they're out living their life, but what about my life, you know? Um, 
but getting in touch with this is is really helpful and um, and it's a great first first step is to look at which one of these personas have you found yourself kind of getting stuck in uh, maybe without knowing it but now that you have a little opportunity to kind of have some some uh, distinctions here you can look at that um, and uh, you know and then and then this helps you with the the the, the first step of okay I got to break out of that I got to break through that I, I have to have a change here because the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior and so if you look at what you've been doing the last five or ten years um, that's probably what your next five or ten years are going to look like and so if that's not really what you want that's that's where we come in you know uh, this is about helping women that are really serious about wanting they, like we help women that really take their dreams seriously and are, and are really in a place where they recognize, hey, what I've been doing hasn't been working, like at all. Like not that a total failure, but I mean sometimes it is, right? Sometimes you're just like, oh my god, how was I in a relationship with that guy? I don't even want to freaking know him, and somehow I was sleeping with him and thinking about a future with him, and I was really just settling. And what was I even doing? And who was I being? But you know, a lot of times you have someone who's good but not good enough, that kind of thing. But you don't want a good enough. Right? You don't, I mean, I'm assuming, right? You don't want a good enough relationship. I mean, I'm thinking if you're listening to this podcast, like this podcast, I mean, you can tell I'm not like, some of this is not like, it's, it's just not planned out word for word. I'm just like trying to talk to you the way I uh, talk to the, you know, we've been doing this for at this point since 2005. So at this point, it's like 18 years. Uh, we've talked to thousands of clients, helped thousands of clients really transform their life. And as I'm sitting here, I'm in my office, I can look at my, uh, my wall there. I have literally a wall of pictures of clients in there, uh, some of them with their with their families, some of them with their sweetheart. One of them I'm looking at, they're holding their baby. They have this cute little picture with the little toes and everything uh, showing. And, um, and that's what's possible for you. Uh, the blended family, the new family, the sweetheart where you have yet to have uh, children or anything like that. But that's totally possible for you. And, and like I said, it's not your fault, man. Society is really fucking with relationships these days and fucking with masculine feminine dynamics and it's making it harder and if you're not proactively very consciously and intentionally taking your dreams seriously you're going to blink and you're going to be 10 years older 20 years older you're going to be wondering oh my god am i going to like be alone for the rest of my life is this really my life and look i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being alone for the rest of your life if that's your choice then more power to you but my guess is you're not listening to a podcast called Single to Soulmate because you want to be alone for the rest of your life. My guess is you're listening here because you don't want to be alone for the rest of your life. And you don't want to just settle for a warm body, but you're going to have to get out of this rut that you're in and this this like pattern that you're in, this cycle that you're in. And it's not going to happen by just magic. It's not going to happen because, um, I don't know, something in your environment or something it's going to happen because of you you know and, and i i do these podcast episodes where i feel like i'm just trying to talk to you one-on-one -on -one. even though i don't know you i i i want the best for you because um when when we help our clients um transform themselves really fall in love with yourself uh 
then that transforms not just your relationship. So it's about so much more than just getting a guy, although we'll help you get the right guy for you. It's, it's, it is impacting generations. So I have one client who just got engaged and she's, a, uh, she's gonna be a bonus mom to uh, a man's um, kind of like teenage uh, children. And, and they need that, they need that. I'm not gonna get into her personal stuff, but they need that. Um, another client who's um, uh, also going to be a bonus mom and um, her fiance, they're going to get married uh, next month. Her fiance has three children. And you know what? They need her, her groundedness, her being in touch with her feminine radiance, her knowing how to handle and communicate with with her man so that they can actually have that role modeled for them so they have a shot at having a healthy relationship like you tell me when you're growing up did you have a lot of examples of healthy relationships most of us didn't i know i didn't i know laura didn't uh it's not that you know our parents and people around us were bad people but a lot of them they didn't know what they were doing or they were just in highly dysfunctional patterns and habits and they were doing the best that they could but it wasn't a good role model well if that's what you had is all these role models of that around you you're gonna have to like do some extra effort to unwind that, to figure out what kind of associations you've made. And this is what we do. We help women like literally rewire their brain for healthy love. So you actually feel more comfortable with healthy, high functioning uh, relationships. And you get to understand how healthy, high functioning, commitment minded men think and feel because I'm going to share that with you. Um, And you get to like learn turn-by-turn directions on what's going on. We have clients that say, all right, he texted this. What the heck does that even mean? And 90, I would say 95% of the time, they're like, holy cow, I had no idea. Even though we're teaching them things, because when you just have information, but then you think you're applying it or implementing it correctly, often nowadays, that's not happening. Why? Because you've been kind of like socialized or programmed or conditioned to have a different interpretation of the information that you're seeing and, and, and the information that you're digesting. So you actually think that you're implementing this information correctly, but you're not based on the situation that you're in. This is why uh, random information that you find on the internet is only going to be so useful to you because the random information on the internet is not part of a curriculum that's taking you step by step, taking into consideration your unique circumstances and how to apply this particular piece of information to your unique circumstances. So um, so this is just some things to, to think about. So I, I would encourage you to reflect on the pop cycle, which one of those cycles sounds most like you, and, uh, and is it time to, to take your dreams more seriously and break out of that and, and have a breakthrough? Um, so, hey, I hope you're enjoying the Single to Soulmate podcast. If you are, please do leave us a review, hopefully five stars, and, uh, and share it with a friend, all right? Um, if you found yourself stuck in a pop cycle, remember what I said about your role models. Probably you didn't have such good ones. None of us had good ones in the media, right? So TV shows and movies, unless you're watching, watching like the Waltons or something, but few people 
are. But that was at least there was some good stuff in there in terms of relationships. But you know, not a lot of people are watching the Waltons. So a lot of us were watching things on TV and movies that were. Uh, let's just say less than helpful for having a healthy, high-functioning, mutually respectful, mutually honoring relationship. And so we saw it all around us. We saw it in our homes. It's no wonder that you're, you know, struggling in this area. Um, and this is where where we come in. So uh, thanks for joining me today. Hope you liked this episode. Like I said, subscribe, like, share, do a uh, do a review, and. Uh, Join me uh, next time on the next episode of Single to Soulmate. Bye for now. Hey, I'm so glad you were here with us today listening to today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and would like to discover if you have any hidden patterns in your life that are disrupting your forward progress, you're going to want to head over to singletosoulmate.com forward slash quiz to take a quick five-minute quiz that we created so that you can find out what your love pattern is and more importantly, what can be done about it to overcome any self-sabotage that may come with it. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash quiz for that free quick insight into your unique love pattern and how to break it. Also, if you like this podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. Let us know what you love or like about the podcast. See, when you leave us a quick, honest review, that actually helps other awesome women just like you discover this podcast and helps them learn, live, and love better, just like you're learning right now. Thanks so much.